Welcome to the Daily Fantasy 5 Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Vecchio, and we are getting set for NHL action today. Saturday, March the 16th, we have a nine-game slate. As always, the podcast can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. It's all over the place. Give it a like, follow, or subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at DFS underscore Tom and give this review on iTunes if you can. It'd be greatly appreciated. Nine games, as I said, plenty, plenty of options across the board, and we're dealing with some you know, some high over-unders as of now. We are looking to be, uh, you know, seeing plenty of scoring tonight, which is good. Uh, we have, you know, obviously a ton of playoff teams in action today, which really should, you know, keep the games pretty close. Let's jump in, starting off with goalies as usual. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets. They are on the second night of a back-to-back. They're visiting the Boston Bruins. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky was in net last night. Uh, which means that they haven't announced the goal, but I'm assuming it's going to be Eunice Corpisalo in net tonight for Columbus. Uh, the Bruins on the other side will have Yaroslav Halak. Bruins coming as minus 155 home favorites. 3.58 uh, implied total for them. Bobrovsky, uh, Corpisalo both not yet confirmed. Again, I'm thinking it's going to be Corpisalo. They're plus 135 on the road, 2.92 implied goal total. This game has an over-under sitting at 6.5. Uh, then we have the Buffalo Sabres visiting the Carolina Hurricanes. This will be the first game back for Jack Eichel after his two-game suspension. They come in as plus 180 road dogs, 2.41 implied gold total. Uh, last night, the Hurricanes played in Columbus. They had Peter Morazic in net. So again, thinking it's going to be Curtis McElhenney tonight, although he is not yet confirmed. They are minus 215 at home, 3.59 implied gold total. We have the Calgary Flames also on the second night of a back-to-back visiting the Winnipeg Jets. This game has a 6.5 over-under. We have Connor Helluva confirmed for the Jets. They are minus 135 at home, 3.44 implied gold total. Uh, David Ritchie started last night for Calgary, picking up the win. Uh, So I assume we're going to be seeing Mike Smith tonight. They come in as plus 115 road dogs, 3.06 implied gold total. Now the news here is that... Um, Sean Monahan, the center on the top line for the Flames, top power play unit, has been already ruled out for this game. I believe it was just due to um, an illness. So if he's going to be out, we, I got to double check the updated lines once we get to the offenses to see uh, where they stand. Then we have the Toronto Maple Leafs also on the second night of a back-to-back visiting the Ottawa Senators. The Maple Leafs come in as... I saw. I have one place not seeing this line, and here we go. Maple Leafs come in as minus 250 road favorites. This game has an over-under sitting at 6.5, 4.1 implied goal total. The Senators are 2.5 implied goal total and plus 222 at home. Um, Maple Leafs have been horrible on defense as of late, and I actually think that Ottawa makes a really nice GBP stack tonight, uh, but we'll get to that later. Then we have the, uh, you know, the elephant in the room. We have the Washington Capitals visiting the Tampa Bay Lightning. This game has an over-under sitting at 7, which is highest on the board. The Lightning are minus 190 at home. Andre Vasilevsky is confirmed in net 4.06 implied goal total. Capitals likely going to be seeing Brady and Hopi in net. They're plus 163, 2.94 implied goal total there. Moving on, we have the Chicago Blackhawks visiting the Montreal Canadiens. Chicago comes in as plus 127 road dogs, 2.97 implied gold total. Corey Crawford confirmed in net. Other side, Kerry Price not yet confirmed for Montreal. They're minus 147 at home, 3.53 implied gold total. Then we have the New York Rangers on the second night of a back-to-back. They're visiting the Minnesota Wild. Wild don't have Devin Dubnik confirmed in net. They are minus 215 at home, 3.29 implied gold total. 
Rangers had uh, Alexander Georgiev in net last night, meaning we will likely see Henrik Lundqvist in net. They are plus 180 on the road, 2.21 implied goal total. And then the final two West Coast games, we have the Edmonton Oilers visiting the Arizona Coyotes. We have the Coyotes coming as minus 127 home favorites. Darcy Kemper is confirmed for the Yotes. Uh, 2.86 implied goal total for them, which is one of the lower ones on the slate. And then the Oilers on the other side are only plus 107 on the road. They've actually been looking pretty good as of late. 2.64 implied goal total and Miko Koskinen not yet confirmed in net. And then the last game, which should also be a very, very good one. We have the Nashville Predators visiting the San Jose Sharks. Sharks coming as minus 145 home favorites. Martin Jones not yet confirmed. 3.24 implied goal total. While the Preds don't have Pecorini confirmed, as always, they won't have him confirmed until last minute. They're plus 125 on the road, 2.76 implied goal total. When it comes to cash game goalies on tonight's slate, where can we be looking? Um, you know, I think you can pretty comfortably go to Curtis McElhenney for the Carolina Hurricanes, should he be getting for minus 215 home favorites. I think it's going to be there going up against the Sabres. They're only scoring 2.8, excuse me, 2.08 goals per game over the past month which is the lowest of any team on the slate. I think you can also go to Devin Dubnik at home, minus two, what is it, 210 favorite at home, 215 favorite at home going up against the Rangers. Rangers are only scoring 2.5 goals per game over the past month. And then I think Martin Jones is going to be in the, you know, in the conversation as always. Uh, home favorites against Nashville, a team that has kind of slowed down as of late. Uh, the offense isn't there for them. Um, the, you know, the shots aren't there for them. Their defense is still there, but they're getting in these close games and they're losing just because they can't generate the offense. So I think that's where we want to be looking for cash games. Go to Carolina, go to Minnesota, and go to San Jose. When it comes to GPPs, you know, as always, I say, you know, what are these, you know, different things uh, we should be looking at, you know, when it comes to a GPP goalie, you know, pricing, are we getting a discount there, save expectation, goal expectation, and will they be able to come away with the win? Obviously, the save expectation and the, you know, goals against expectation kind of go hand in hand where... You know, you want to see a lot of saves from a goalie, especially in tournaments where you want the, you know, maximum point upside you could possibly have. But, you know, with seeing a ton of saves obviously comes, you know, he's going to be under a ton of pressure the whole night. And, you know, it comes the risk he's going to allow a few goals. I'm fine with the goalie allowing, you know, two, two, three goals if he can have 30 plus saves and come away with a win. Um, who's going to be in that kind of spot tonight? Um, I, I think it could be Mike Smith for the uh, Calgary Flames. I'm on board with him. Uh, the Jet, uh, the Winnipeg Jets, actually coming with one of the lower, the coming with the, the lowest expected uh, Corsi four in tonight's slate, sitting at forty three point one. Uh, but their offense has actually been trending up recently, uh, coming with three point five goals per game over the past month, generating a, a good amount of pressure. So obviously a risky play going to Mike Smith, uh, but I think that he should be one of the lower owned goalies. On the other side, I also think Connor Hellybuck is fine for GPPs. Um, I'm on board with going to actually carry Price tonight for GBP. Should he be confirmed, the Blackhawks come in with a 46.3 expected Corsi 4. We know that the Habs are home favorites, minus 147. Uh, this should be a close game, um, but I do expect the Habs to pull out the win here. Also on board with going to Darcy Kemper for GBPs. The Oilers come in with a 47 expected Corsi 4. And this is the only game, uh, one of the only games, The uh, what do we have? Rangers Wilds also at 5.5. So this is one of the only two games that has an over-under sitting at 5.5. And, and the Oilers are, you know, 2.64 implied goals on the road, which isn't anything crazy. So I think you can be going there, you know, pretty, pretty comfortably. 
And then, you know, the question is, like, what do you do with Garrett Sparks, right? He's going to be a net for Toronto tonight, but their defense has been horrible as of late. And we have the Senators coming in with a 47.8 expected Corsi 4, which is fifth highest on the slate. So the you know, potential shot volume for Sparks will be there uh, going up against the Senators. And while I said I like the Senators in GPPs, I also think that, you know, you could go to Sparks as a GPP goalie tonight. So... Um, you know, if you're rolling out multiple lineups, don't be afraid to you know kind of have both sides of it, um, which can be beneficial at some points. All right, where should we be looking for cash game options on tonight's slate for skaters? Well, you know, Tampa Bay comes in with the highest expected goal total, sitting at 4.06. This game has an over/under sitting at seven. Uh, I think you can be going to Tampa, you know, firmly in cash games today. I think you should be going to Toronto as well, firmly in cash games, going up against the Senators, which has the Toronto Maple Leafs coming with the highest expected Corsi 4 on the board, sitting at 53 tonight. So certainly looking, uh, you know, a good spot for Toronto. Uh, Their offense has been slow to start and then turning on late in these past few games. Uh, Last night against the Flyers, the other night against the Blackhawks. And I think you should be going to Tampa, uh, you know, comfortably as you are most nights. Yeah. 46.4 expected Corsi forward, 4.06, you know, implied team. Total game sitting with an over-under sitting at 7, all of these things. Like, it's it just pointing to Tampa. The question is, like, what do you do with this game overall? Uh, you know, Capitals still have a 2.94 expected, you know, goal total uh, on the road. Um, we're expecting their offense to show up. We're expecting this to be a good game to targeting GPPs. The question is, how do you do that? Because offensive options on both sides are so, so expensive. For me, I think it's about you know doing the classic strategy that I use um, when it comes to kind of building lineups. You know, go to you know the first power play unit for Tampa and go to you know the second unit or second power play unit for the Capitals, and then doing the inverse: the first uh, power play unit for the Capitals or first line to the second forward line or second power play unit for Tampa. So you're kind of, you know, taking a little bit of savings on one side and then, you know, in your next lineup, you you reverse it. And that can really help, you know, diversify your exposure just in terms of the players where you're not going to be able to fit in Kucherov and Stamkos and Hedman and Ovechkin and Kuznetsov in the same lineup. Like that's just not going to happen. You just don't have enough salary on the, you know, on the board. So I think that you can, you know, drop down and take, um, you know, even the even the third forward line for the Capitals was pretty hot the other night. Um, Lars Eller, Brett Conley, uh, Burakovsky's on the line now instead of Carl Hagelin. Like, that is a very, very cheap line. 4.2, 4,000, 2.8 on some of these guys on DraftKings that allows you to spend up on Stamkos and Kucherov and Hedman on the other side and get some, like, you know, super high goal equity on that side. And then I would say the same thing on the other side. You could drop down to Alex Kalorn. You could take, uh, you know, JT, um, JT Miller was only 3.9K. Palat's 3.9K. You're taking the savings there. You can spend up and get to Oshie and Backstrom and Tom Wilson and Ovechkin, and you should be in a good spot. Like, this game really sets up to be just a nice um, GBP game stack. I also think the same can be said for the Flames at the Jets, 6.5 over under. We know how... Uh, strong both offenses can be. Mike Smith has been okay in net for the Flames as of late. And we do have the Flames coming in with a 3.06 implied goal total. And they're on the road. We have the Jets at 3.44 at home. So we're expecting plenty of scoring here. Um, absolutely love that spot to do a game stack as well. Uh, listen, I also think you can do this Blackhawks uh, Canadians game as a game stack. 2.97 implied goals over the Blackhawks on the road. The Canadians are 3.53 on the uh, at home. And we know how. 
I'm going to say we know how good the Blackhawks offense has been has been as of late. They're scoring 4.08 goals per game over the past month, which is the absolute highest of any team on the slate. On the other side, we have the Habs defense not looking so great. 3.21 goals per game over the past month, um, and their offense actually is slipping 2.79 goals per game. But if you look towards the Chicago defense, they are giving up 4.08 goals per game over the past month. So they can score four or five goals a game, but they're also giving up four or five. So it really sets up the, you know, the Habs to be a really, really nice GBP stacking team tonight, simply for the fact that no one outside of Brendan Gallagher is super expensive, right? He comes in at 6.4K on DraftKings, and that's the most expensive option. You know, Shea Weber's 59 He's the next most expensive player. You can go to Max Domi at 5.9, Shaw's 5,000, Tatar is 5.7, Paul Byron's 4.5, uh, Philip Deneau is 4.5. Like these guys are cheap. These guys are cheap. And considering the fact the Blackhawks have mixed up their lines so much uh, recently, we don't have Taves and Kane up on the first forward line together. They're still in the first power play unit together, but not on the first forward line, which makes line stacking that much easier. And they also shifted to bring it down to the third line. So on the uh, second line, which is probably, I would say lines two and three have much, I have much more interest in lines two and three for the Blackhawks compared to line one. Uh, line two is Artem Anisimov, Dominic Kuhn, uh, Kane, and uh, yeah, Kuhn, Kane, and Anisimov. And then the third forward line is Perlini, Strom, and Brinkett. Um, taking a ton of savings if you go to those lines specifically. Obviously, you lose a, a bit of power play correlation, um, but it, the game stack is really, really balanced in that capacity where you know, the Canadians are just cheap as they are. You're not paying too much for a single line stack on the Blackhawks now because they've mixed things up. I think you can be firmly going there. And then another game stack we want to be looking at tonight is the, you know, Blue Jackets visiting the Boston Bruins. Uh, six and a half over here, under here as well. Blue Jackets 2.92 implied goal total. The Bruins are on a three-game three losing streak after their 19-game point streak. And we do have, you know, Columbus going all out to try and make the wildcard spot that they've lost since the trade deadline. After making all those trades, they really have to make it. So, you know, the question is, how do we spend up on the Bruins, you know, first forward line, which is really where, in this situation with how their lines look now, it's where 75-plus percent of their offense comes from, right? Marshawn, Bergeron, David Back is up on that first forward line now. They're still without Tory Krug, which means we have uh, Charlie McAvoy on the first power play, which offers a bit of savings, but is still expensive overall. On the other side, you want to be getting to Artemi Panarin and Cam Atkinson um, and Matt Duchesne on the first power play, but that is also expensive. So where do you go? For me, I got to say much more comfortable dropping down to the Columbus second or third forward line compared to the Bruins second or third forward line in terms of stacking, in terms of offensive potential, at least on the third forward line. For the Blue Jackets, you get Boone Jenner, you get Nick Foligno, who's up on the first power play, most importantly, um, and, and you get Josh Anderson, who's on the second power play. Meanwhile, for the Bruins, you, had, you don't have anyone on the third forward line who's on any power play unit. So just in terms of you know potential upside, you want to be looking for guys who at least are seeing um, you know the, the more opportunities on the ice to score and bring a little bit of correlation. And a lot, listen, if you take Nick Foligno at $4,000, he's on the first power play, right? He's getting you exposure to Panarin and Atkinson at a cheaper price. Um, so think, a bit, think of it like that, where 
you take some savings and you lose lose a little bit of offensive consistency for higher offensive equity, um, like which is what you want for GPPs, right? You wouldn't go to Felino and cash games. You would go to GPPs because the upside is there on a salary-based um, expectation because of the first power play time, not because of the consistency. Um, other teams you can be looking at, I think the Carolina Hurricanes are firmly in play tonight, uh, going up against the Sabres. You know, 3.59 implied goal total at home, minus 215 home favorites is probably the team that's going to go overlooked tonight considering we have Toronto and Tampa and Boston and Winnipeg and Calgary and San Jose all on this slate that I really think the Carolina Hurricanes are going to go overlooked and this is really a game they should be winning tonight. All right, so that does it for today's podcast. As always, it can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. It's all over the place. Give it a like, follow, or subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at DFS underscore Tom. And until next time, good luck in your contests.